0: Urgent
1: Care Urgent Urgent Care
0: Urgent Care is the place you go when you don't have any other option Urgent Care Urgent Care I see a lot of myself in this collar.
1: Same here And that was like two different energies that um, we were giving you right off the top, which is sort of, um, I think, giving you a preview of the two different energies you'll be getting throughout the podcast. This is, of course, Urgent Care. And I want to say my name is Joel Kimbooster.
0: And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that my name is Mitra Johari. Are you sure? Um, Don't question me because I'm not feeling confident these days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we are both of us. Both of us equally here to help you the exact same amount. Even Mm -hmm. if I could go the extra mile and help you a little bit more than Mitra, I wouldn't out of respect for my co-host.
0: Oh my God. I I would not even imagine doing more than the bare minimum that is being asked of me for Mm. this, (laughs) (laughs) for anything in my life right now. But especially, especially especially...
1: if you're just tuning in to episode 33, random, random of you to be turning in, tuning in 30 some odd episodes into a, a narrative podcast that just have through <laughs> lines from episode to episode. This is do- above
0: all. <laughs> An exercise, a, a masterclass in storytelling. In
1: storytelling. <laughs> what Mitra and I do here is we answer your emails, we answer your calls, and we give you advice to the best of our ability. And I want it to be made very clear that the best of our ability is... Not good. Not good. Exactly. That. Do you see how we finish each other's sentences? Like not even just like a a hair's pause and Mitra just goes in
0: jumps in
1: in my mind already, knows exactly what I wanted to say.
0: Can't M- wait to talk again.
1: <laughs> Mitra, how are you? <sighs>
0: Okay, another sort of bad week for me um, for a whole new host of reasons. Oh, Um, but you
1: love that it's a new reason, you know? It is a
0: new reason. I just want to be clear it's it's new, and things are always sort of changing. And um, like, I've got an exciting life, everybody. Um, So the reason that it is bad is different than the reason from last week. Um, But we did, the news is out as of now that there's going to be a season two of Three Busy Debras. Woo! exciting so bizarre uh to be thinking about in this time but uh it's nice to have um good news so well it'll be
1: and you know what's exciting to think about especially with you having a second season is by the time it premieres we'll all be outside and we'll all be able to go and celebrate you in the way that we should have been able to celebrate you for season one Three big is
0: premiere orgy.
1: Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started. But that is cool because, you know, a lot of people, I've seen the young girls out there protesting, stop ruining my prom. You know, <laughs> I feel for them. I do feel for them. But um, unlike them, you get a second prom, which is really I do get
0: exciting. a second prom,
1: which is really um,
0: Yeah. And I actually, you know, you know, I, I think I have like major nerd vibes on this, but I just want to be clear to everyone that I was asked to prom my freshman year. So.
1: Wow. And sophomore year?
0: Sophomore year, no. And I'll, and Mm. I'll, but I do want to explain, I I think I could have been asked to prom sophomore year, but but my dad, (laughs) when I was, wait for it, when I was asked to prom my freshman year, my dad made the boy who asked me, call me, call, call the house so that he could ask my dad for permission to take me to prom and my dad got on the phone and I was on the other line and the guy gets on the phone and he's like, Mr. Jahari, I would love to take your daughter to prom and my dad goes, no. And then he <laughs> hangs and <laughs> stops talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> says no <laughs>
1: what was there a reason was it something about the the timbre of his voice that he just, he just didn't just want me to go to prom voice? but
0: I, I but I didn't understand that but he, he made you go through made, the theater
1: yes. the theater of of having your date your perspective date call the house which it is was
0: so crazy
1: cool. that <laughs> and is he, outrageous
0: it was I like the way that I screamed when I heard him say no <laughs> I, was, I was like do you just say no <laughs> uh,
1: oh goodness. trauma. But um, congratulations on season two. That is amazing. I hope that's improving your week a little it, bit.
0: It is it is nice. I mean, we've been working on the show the second season for a little while now, but it is nice to just like let have people know and people like it's nice to have people say nice things about the show and that people wanted more of the show. So
1: yeah. that's that good news see. for the world. It's not just good <laughs> news for you. It's good news for everybody who loves the show, including and myself. We
0: will be, we'll be revealing the cure. For the virus, one at <laughs> one episode at a time in season two. <laughs> How are you? I'm
1: generous. Um, I don't know. Shitty. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> it all fucking sucks. I don't know. It's we just should- this
2: we should every, think
0: of new questions rather than I know. Are you. it should be like so like where was your um first uh trip like
1: <laughs> it's just every week it's just that's well, a new different kind of bad <laughs> you know like, <laughs> a different shade of bad is all it is um and it's never quite the same it's never for the same some- reasons it's like and it's always it's like malaise adjacent generally yes. speaking for me and so it's not even interesting to talk about because it's like oh i'm bored and sad in a new way mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, i don't know and it's
0: like oh a new th- a new thing um ruined my week <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well for me is i keep setting up these like things to look forward to and it's like okay you just have to get to this x thing that you've set up and made like an event in your mind and this week it was um, my friend's mom um, has been storing all of my books and a few other miscellaneous belongings that I, the, the last vestiges of everything I owned in Chicago before I moved to New York, she was, had been housing them and I paid to have them all shipped from Illinois to my home here in California, which means I only have two boxes left in New York and, and then everything I have ever owned and currently own will be in one place for the first time since I That's was like 24, Cool, which is very exciting. And I'm, I was like so hyped about these books and other things getting here. And the books came yesterday and they arrived and I was like, yes, this thing I've been looking forward to. Finally, it's arrived. And then it happened and I was like, what now? (laughs) I I had been pinning my entire emotional well-being on this one event, which is these books arriving. And they arrived and I was suddenly, and then just uh, like a pin deflated. I was like, and now I have nothing, absolutely nothing to look forward to until I can find like sort of grasping at straws the next thing to like really hold my... Uh, hopes up for and it's just I don't know I it's not bad nothing's bad nothing's terrible has happened I'm just like I don't know how much longer I can do this is basically where I keep ending up mm-hmm. you know you know
0: I don't I actually love it here <laughs> 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 my take on this is that I I love it and I want it to con- continue this way <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I will say, I always, it always is sort of like a slope down into Wednesday and then I see your little face and... <laughs> it like- up right back up, especially sometimes we even FaceTime afterwards because you have to tell me things off mic, and then I just get a little boost from that. <laughs> I and know. And th- there's
0: we had a little taste of each other's gossip afterwards, yeah. some week, and I uh, ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have I, I
1: don't I we don't have time. We don't have time to titillate our listeners with gossip. They'll never be able. They'll never be privy to. So Mm-mm. let's um let's get to some good news, which is we've got some updates um that we would like to play now. Day.
0: I think this first one isn't this first one an email sorry Oh my to, god Sorry to I, fully drag you Wow, um, <laughs> wow. Um, I'll go ahead and read it since um, Joel doesn't seem to be able to do that Today I can't,
1: I can't <laughs> differentiate Between an email and a voicemail Sue me <laughs>
0: sad
1: paramount for this <laughs> job, actually wow yeah. i guess one, one of the, of the three main of... <laughs> things we have to do for this job is to be able to differentiate between an email and a voice
0: <laughs> well you know we we love to keep it fresh on the ways that we can make this podcast bad and what <laughs> 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 always keeping it fresh okay i'll read this first one bare-ass contessa here First, Woo. let me say your advice was so heartfelt and genuine; it made me cry multiple times. So,
1: so we should say really quickly that this was um, our friend who just wanted a, a a boy a partner rather to cook um, bare acidly in the kitchen with during this time. It was really struggling with being alone.
0: Um. So, uh, your advice was so heartfelt and genuine. I'm sorry, Mitra, Can
1: times. you just not like? read right after i interrupt you like that you, you seem to really struggle coming back in with the email i was
0: actually after really you, like how after do you I talked a big this? game you
1: <laughs> talked a huge game about how well you were going to handle this email and then i throw in just one little tiny wrench and suddenly you can't I know.
0: The, the light really did leave my eyes um- and <laughs> I I really didn't know how to handle getting back into it, even though I constantly, constantly interrupt both you and myself. Usually when reading (laughs) Ego, I couldn't handle it being done to me. So (laughs) I'll look inward about that later. Uh, (laughs) So, Joel, I feel so spiritually drawn to you because you said you connect with my situation so viscerally. And also because a few years ago, I gashed open my ass and kept a folder of progress photos called Ass Gash. Beautiful. I would actually love for that to be the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I picked my ukulele back up, inspired by Joel, and I'm proud to say I can now play Daddy Lessons by Beyonce wow. and I'm Working on Torn by Natalie Brulia. Is it Embroglia or Embroglia? I
1: think. That's what but I, I thought. But I've just that never G said is that a loud. soft G, a soft G. I
0: would hope. <laughs> I absolutely I absolutely adore both of you and this pod and three busy Deborah's heart 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 from bear wow
1: so I'm so three. glad to hear that that is that does make me feel better and it does make me feel like a lot of times I feel like Mitra and I both sort of bear our souls and our ass gashes um, <laughs> open to the listeners and it is sometimes it feels self indulgent and it's nice to know that sometimes it's helpful and not yes. just selfish
0: I think it always feels very helpful, because, especially when you do it, because you are very open and it lets people know that they're not alone.
1: And I'm going to learn a song on the ukulele just for Mitra, and I'm going to send it just to Mitra. because You know what, I would love that. I know you would. I know you would. Um, but not for not for public consumption, because I have too much dignity. Um, so I believe we have another email here. JK, I know this one's a voicemail. I,
0: I was ready to pounce. <laughs>
1: Um, Dana, please play it.
2: Hello, this is for Rachel Dolezal's friend. Um, I think if she doesn't want to ask the black people in her life to do the labor of trying to convince this white woman to stop culturally appropriating, this is what she needs to do. Go on Facebook, make a post, hide it from Rachel Dolezal. (laughs) <laughs> ask if she knows any other white women who have had dread and then came to and cut them off to talk to this woman because it's very clear that Rachel Dolezal doesn't give a bleep about black people or their culture or what they feel, Thank you but for maybe thinking. if she's looking in the face of a white woman who can communicate these problems and maybe relate to her point of view, it could help. I don't know, just an angle. I really hope they stop being friends with this person. Okay, bye.
1: Love <laughs> this update. First of all, I would like to clarify, because we did get a couple of pieces of advice um, about this specific call. Um, and this there, there were shades of it in this call, which is um, neither Mitra nor I explicitly told this person to ask the black people in her life to take up the emotional labor of speaking to this woman. We, I list, In fact, I did something sort of unprecedented because I was so shocked by the insinuation that we would do that. And I listened back to the call and I confirmed that we definitely did not give her that piece of advice, even jokingly so. We wondered if that had happened, if there had been black people that had confronted her, but we did not and would never tell someone to do that. Um, but I love the candor of this uh, voicemail, specifically because it sort of plays into my brand, which is... Um,
0: Dishonesty? Dishonesty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hiding things on social media. I love I love the workaround there.
0: Yeah, I think we've gotten a lot of great advice on how this person should handle this but the moral of the story is like your friend is doing something that is bad and it's easy for this person to understand why it's bad and she's still choosing to do the bad thing so um
1: yeah but i But now or like
0: forever hold your peace
1: <laughs> this call, i do i do like this tact that this caller has taken which is like maybe like yeah it's clear that she doesn't give a shit about the like um uh, from any outside perspective but maybe as is the case with a lot of people um only when someone who is has their exact same lived experience is, is telling them, will they listen. And I think that um, it's a fun and, and and doing it secretly on Facebook is like a fun way to do it. It's uh, a very
0: dramatic way to handle an issue that uh, I would I would I wish you didn't have to or you didn't find yourself in. So um, maybe maybe make it. it even more dramatic because, you you know, you've already you've already sort of gone behind your back by calling um, the world's most popular podcast about it. <laughs>
1: so 10 billion downloads a month (laughs) 10 billion
0: yeah earwolf actually told us to like calm down a little bit because like there have been too many downloads (laughs) it's
1: it's ruining their servers i want to (laughs) say
0: yeah every week on wednesday night the servers crash (laughs)
1: and you and you can't get to your hollywood handbook then because urgent care is too popular
0: crash the mainframe it'd be a really good time to break into the earwolf offices because the security doesn't work
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes the security for the earwolf offices is connected to the same servers that is responsible for letting you download throwing shade well it's Um, all
0: sort of one unit yeah. And what Joel do doesn't seem to know what, Joel doesn't seem to understand that like a server is just sort of a power source for a building. Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. all the computers run off of it. Uh-huh, all of the uh-huh. like all of the apps run off of it. The security system for the office runs off of it. All of the
1: apps run off of it.
0: Yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, go to school.
0: Okay. You fucking all right. dumbass. Well,
1: that on that note, I am I am gonna go to school and while I'm at school, um, we're gonna take a break and I'm gonna <laughs> learn about servers and when we come back we will dive in with some of your calls and emails and you know try and help you in the same way that Mitra's helped me today, which is called me a stupid, stupid bitch. Um, How and that is I want, turned, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to you
0: uneducated bitch.
1: I want you all do- The subtext of all of our advice is going to be, you are stupid and a bitch. (laughs) Dana, take us into a break. Take us into a break now.
0: Hurry, hurry, hurry. The vibes are getting too intense. (laughs) And we're back. Oh That's my right. god You're listening to Urgent Care Podcast And we have just come back from a commercial break
1: And <laughs> uh, this DJ This isn't even like a syndicated talk show This is like a hyper-local like suburban um just like Jacinda in the morning
0: you're listening to Mojo 949
1: Mojo the oldies if
0: that is a radio station in my hometown that is no longer
1: operational Oh original. I was so sad cuz I thought that came straight out of your broken brain I really Oh no
0: yeah. it's a real thing um
1: Oh, no, so mine would
0: be like, Welcome to Macaroni Two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> macaroni Two. That's <laughs> my
0: radio station.
1: <laughs> That's a radio station I would listen to. All right. Well, <laughs> let's dive in with a call, shall we? Da-na-na-na-na.
3: Yeah. I'm Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. Um, so I did not practice this before I called, so we'll see how it goes. Why I'm calling, it's about my boyfriend. So we've been rocky from the beginning, but, you know, care about right. it, love him a lot. Um, before this whole quarantine thing, we basically spent every night together, even though we do not live together. And then quarantine started, and for a while, he basically lived with me 24-7 for like a month. And then we got in a big fight, and he finally finished moving into his apartment, which is a mile from my house. So his place has been good. But now... I almost never see him. We barely text. Um, he says that he's just having a hard time with quarantine and he needs space and he's going through a phase, but he still loves me, blah, 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 blah. blah. And like, I'm trying to be supportive. And we've definitely had conversations like this before. Like he has his own host of issues, hard to be in a relationship, but like this is getting ridiculous. Um, for example, I have not seen him since Thursday. And he is not doing anything. He's playing video games. Um, and then I was like, he was like, let's hang out tonight. Well, I said, do you still want to hang out this weekend? And he was like, sure, Sunday would be better. I was like, okay. It is currently 8.55 p.m. And he is still not over here. And he lives a mile away. So my question is, should I have grace with him right now? Or is this just ridiculous? All right. Thank you. Love you both much. Bye.
1: Okay. I have a good one, I think. Okay. I think. Do okay. you have I mean do you- I don't want to step in any toes, but so she said it's been rocky mm-hmm. since the beginning. And so my suggestion is Badrian <laughs> <laughs> Badrian <laughs>
0: are Even you sure expecting yeah no no i was i was honestly just gearing up for some sort of rocky horror boyfriend show or something like, rocky
1: horror boyfriend <laughs> show
0: <laughs> oh please you had the like um like like what was it like harry puss the boy- <laughs> and, then, and then you're coming for rocky Horror boyfriend show yeah
1: <laughs> You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> not fair, it's not fair. Are you happy with Badrian? I didn't know if you I had any it. I love it. No, ideas. no.
0: Okay. You real I really just It I really does know.
1: require and I don't know how July would do this, but the rocky impression.
0: Yeah, if she could do it like um if we could hear, um, if we could hear that voice, why... While-
1: Adrian. <laughs>
0: so I know we're kind of making like increasingly difficult asks of
1: July every
0: single week, but it doesn't feel like it would be that hard to like just capture a sound and then put it in the title of a written medium.
1: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I agree. So I
0: agree. I'm expecting um, to see that.
1: So with regard to this, I actually think there are two prob there are two separate issues here, Mitra.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because. I, it's tough because I, I, I wish that we had more context on the rockiness of the relationship from the beginning. But he, I think that in this circumstance, him being like only playing video games and needing alone space is actually normal. I think in terms of the phases that we go through in quarantine, like I can completely see myself, even if I was fully enamored with a person and this is, this is the thing i'm like this with like some of my best friends i do not need to see them or like zoom with them every night you know sometimes i need to be isolated and sometimes you know you're in the deep malaise period of you know the the quarantine my problem with him is not that he he needs long periods of alone time my problem is is that it's 8 55 p.m and she's waiting and presumably she's still yes. waiting That's the the problem to
0: me seems to not be the space because the space seems completely kind of understandable to me. And I agree with you, Joel. I think it's a communication issue where it's like, you can, you can want five days by yourself. He Mm -hmm. has, he just now has an apartment to himself and you guys spent even before quarantine. We're spending every night together. Then you spend 24 hours a day together for a full month straight. I mean, I can really wrap my head around after that. It's like, You've had this huge like overload of each other, which I'm sure, like I'm sure, was great in a lot of ways. But it is like I, I can understand it. I mean, it's like you know, you you go to a nightclub and then you want to like spend the next day like sort of just hanging around your house. It, it feels to me like that. Where I definitely find that with with my own relationship, where it's like I work on Zoom all day and then some days I just don't want to see with. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm 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 peopled out, and mm-hmm. he might be peopled out.
1: So. And in that and people have different thresholds. It you might be listening to that and saying, but five days. And it's like, yeah, five days, 16 days, it might be a long time. But the problem is, is like if you've set time and if you had those plans, mm-hmm. then it is not unreasonable for you to want him to honor those plans. And you and if even if he needs to back out of those plans, it's like, okay, text me. You know? Yes. Do not and, keep waiting.
0: And your boyfriend's got enough time to be playing video games 24 hours a day. So he can definitely text you. Like, it's not like he's like, oh, my God, like, uh, like, just got ca- caught up in work or something. It's like, I think he has every right to be playing video games, but if, like if he wants to be doing that and that's how he's going to blow off steam. But I don't think he has the right to disregard your feelings while doing it. I mean, part of being in a relationship is like there are going to be days where you don't feel like being a good partner and you still have to push yourself yeah. to be there for your person because that's what being in a relationship is. Some days you don't want to text back, but you should because your partner is depending on you or at least waiting for an answer
1: from yeah. you. And it's And your, 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 con, your, your concession is like being like, okay, you have your space. His concession needs to be, okay, I really, it, I and I know what that kind of depression is like. I, to like, sometimes sending a text message does seem very hard, Mm -hmm. but that is the concession you make. It's just to even send the text. You're, it doesn't even sound, it sounds like she's being pretty, like, uh, like she's giving him a lot of rope. She's being
0: very understanding, it seems. And I think there's a difference between grace, which I, the grace to me is the time apart where he is walking all over this person is by not responding to her or not even walking all over, but just not considering. Like. And you you deserve that consideration and you deserve to be valued in the same way that you value your partner and give them the space that they need when they need it.
1: So I don't think you come at him like, hey, we need to be spending more time together. I think what you do is you say, hey, I understand that you need space right now, but when we have t- carved out time to spend to each other, even if you need to cancel, even if you need to move the time, no matter what, you need to be communicating with me. And that's mm-hmm. And that is like such a low ask for you. And then- After all of this is over, that's when you reassess. Because I don't think you make any major decisions based on your relationship based on this time. So hard. So hard. (laughs) So hard. (laughs) But good luck. Anyways.
0: (laughs) Every moment is so fucking good. (laughs) good.
1: (laughs) I am so happy. I'm rock hard right now coming all the time. Um, Okay. Um, I've got an email and I'm going to read it. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Here's my pickle. I have a group of friends I went to law school with. We graduated amidst the post-2008 recession shit job market. We all struggled to find work. One of the group had a particularly hard time. After a couple of years, we all managed to land on our feet except for this one guy. No shame, it was really rough out there. Problem is, he's a really proud sort, and while the rest of us openly commiserated about our struggles, he kept quiet. Fast forward eight years or so, most of us are heading into a new, more stable phase of our careers, impending recession notwithstanding. When we all get together via Zoom, you freaks, we don't (laughs) only talk about work, of course. We don't only talk about work, of course, but it comes up. Here's the thing. He still keeps completely mum about work. We have no idea whether or not he, he ever found a job. At first, we didn't ask him because it was obviously a sore subject for him, and it didn't want to trigger any shame or embarrassment. But now years and years have passed and we're just too embarrassed to ask what he does for work. I don't think any of us would feel any kind of way if he ended up doing something non-law. It's not like we're loving it. But I get how it might be hard for him to bring up that in a group of attorneys. Lately, he made some vague reference to working from home, but we still never ask what that work is. I've talked to others in the group about this and we're all too embarrassed and feel like too much time has passed to ask him what he does. But it's also weird when we ask each other about work or for legal opinions and we clearly exclude him. We've tried Googling, but he has terrible SEO. Point is, how do we make this person not feel bad? Should we just ask him? Is It just feels like Asking someone you've been dating for years what their last name is. Or should we just keep excluding him from our work talk? I'd love <laughs> nothing more than to never discuss work again, but you try convincing a bunch of boring lawyers of that. Looking forward to your terrible advice. Wow. Um, so many thoughts on this. What should we name this person?
0: Okay, so famous lawyers.
1: Uh, lawyers.
0: Well, what about... Uh,
1: Johnny Cochran. Johnny I was saying, like, Um, lie
0: and order, but he's not quite lying.
1: He's not lying. And this, yeah, and this person isn't necessarily lying. Terrible SEO. um, Work from home. Um, uh,
0: Bar exam. Um, uh, Fifth (laughs) barmany. Work from home.
1: (laughs) barmany. Okay, so unfortunately, your name is Fifth Barmany. I'm uh,
0: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Barminy. It's unfortunate when something like that gets said, it's sort of like right there, you can't deny that it is the name.
0: You anyone work, 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 and you
1: of course work, have seen the famous Jimmy Kimmel performance where they're in a parking lot on a tractor and they are <sighs> hammering the wheels
0: it's unbelievable <laughs> it's so good
1: incredible the amazing
0: thing about Fifth Harmony is that like in every single creative thing that they did at no point was anyone ever like why <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh goodness. I love this-
0: them <laughs>
1: Anytime we can bring up Fifth Army on the pod, thank you so much. So this is such a like I I I don't want to be rude to our letter writer. I never want to be rude to any of the people who listen to this podcast because I love and appreciate them all. But like, what what a bunch of little like what I, like I don't want to use this. I don't use this word as a pejorative often because I think they're beautiful. But what a bunch of pussies. I mean. <laughs> Come on. And I, mean I just feel like beautiful somebody, sense. Somebody,
0: like whoever the closest person is to the friend, has to be like, this is crazy, but I actually don't know where you work. <laughs> and no.
1: i'm like I mean, it's the I think it's too late. Eight years. Eight years this has been a mystery.
0: How does That's that happen? Insane.
1: I don't I don't know. But the, they cannot ask him. They have to find out through a third source. Is he dating somebody? Does he have another friend? Look at his Facebook friends and DM them blindly. That's my best piece of advice for you. Go to Instagram, DM the people that are are popping up in his, you know, tagged photos. Do whatever you can, but you can't ask him. You just simply cannot ask him anymore. He's not a friend to you. He's actually not not a friend.
0: Uh, It's just so weird that like all of these people (laughs) call this person their friend, but like they don't know like a huge... Imagine,
1: imagine being on a Zoom with someone you don't know what they do for a living.
0: Yeah, it it's so bizarre to me. I I yeah. don't
1: know. I'm like, especially because has every, this ever
0: happened to you? Like, I I I just feel like I know what my friends do. Like, <laughs> there are
1: like there are certainly friends that I have like a vaguer sense. Like newer friends that I have a vaguer sense for what they do, or like. It just, like, works But I just know, like,
0: the industry that they're in. Yeah, like...
1: I guess so. Like, I have friends who I, like, I'm like, you work in marketing, I want to say. Uh, you know, like, there are certainly uh, people who uh, live in a gray area. But close yeah. friends, people I'm on a Zoom with, people I went to, like, school with years earlier, that's...
0: Well, and it's also, like, wow. to me, what I, what I took away from this was, like, the, like... That he would still be ashamed, like he might have an amazing job that brings him a great deal yeah. of fulfillment, and he might be like, "It's so weird. No one has yeah. ever asked me what I do for a living." In it's eight actually years. Stephen
1: Miller. He's like, "I work at the White House. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I actually hideous. work at the light. I'm, I'm hideous, and I'm responsible <laughs> for some of the worst policies in our in our in this administration's um, history." So here's the thing. I guess like the other thing you can do is is it's got to come at like a jokey time. Like in one of those scenarios where you're all talking about law stuff and you go, Hey, Steven, like, um, aren't you glad you got out of this? Uh, Aren't you glad you don't have to deal with this anymore?
0: (laughs) And then also, what do you deal with?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think there is there. I don't, I honestly don't think that there is a way to do this without, making him feel bad i I just can't believe he doesn't have a LinkedIn I can't believe he doesn't have any evidence of it I actually think you're a bad sleuth I think you should email the urgent care pod at gmail.com his full name and I guarantee you I'm psycho enough Mitra and I our powers combined will be able to find. I'll have, we'll figure
0: out is. every single name, every single person who's in the fucking Zoom and your home address in 15 minutes. <laughs> I
1: I once, I worked, I was, when I was working on this show, there was an intern for the production company and I remember chatting with her and she was like, yeah, one time I started, I was studying abroad in Italy and I met this soccer player and we were supposed to meet at this place, but then my phone got stolen the day before we met and I didn't get his last name. And all I know is that he plays, he played for a soccer league in this city and within an hour i had found him on social media and reunited them so all i'm saying is i i think between the two of us mitra and i are crazy enough that we would be able to sleuth it and deduce what he does for a living and so my best piece of advice for you is to give us his full name so we can
0: <laughs> that. i yeah i i've done some pretty scary things when i want to know what People I dated eight years ago are up to. So. I mean, when I was
1: on Tinder, I um the with the amount of information I could ha- I had, I would often see like someone would be like, I'm a lawyer in this city, and all I'd have is their first name and one mutual friend, and with that information, I would find out so much That's about enough. them. It is um frightening what you can. I I don't know if you've heard of the internet, but it's nuts. Um, well.
0: I did. I did have to Google SEO. I didn't know what that was. And it it feels ironic that I had to Google SEO. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, And unfortunately, my old job uh, involved a lot of SEO talk. So I was intimately familiar with SEO. My first child's um... name will be SEO.
0: I am, of course, the, the tech host. So, yeah, I... you are
1: the tech host. Um, <laughs> I, I actually don't know the difference between an email and a voicemail, famously. So, it is. So, Mitra is the de facto tech host. But... I'm a
0: tech host currently playing with my hair, saying that I love tech.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got a hot nerd girl. Too bad Silicon Valley isn't still on. The Guys, girl any...
0: vibes.
1: <laughs> okay. Good luck to you. Good luck, Fifth Barminy.
0: Okay, so
1: I think we have now a voicemail. Woo!
4: Hi, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, First of all, congratulations, Mitra, on Three Busy Dreads. Deborah's so goddamn funny. (laughs) Congratulations, Joel, on being on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me last week or two weeks ago with Christine Baranski. What a treat to listen to you. Um, I have a quick question, not quarantine question, really. Um, So I have this market, a little bodega, if you will, across the street that I go to very often. There are three women who work there. I know all of their names just from going in there, but they don't know my name. Is there a, like, cool way to sort of introduce yourself to... Your, like, local bodega market people, should I just let it go? I don't know. Just thought I'd touch in with you guys. I love you both so, so much. Hope you're staying safe and sane. (laughs) Bye-bye. Um.
1: Do you got one? Because I sort of do.
0: Okay, let's hear what you have.
1: Three busy bodegas. Cause she loved the show and there's three women there and I'm sure they're busy. I love it. (laughs) Three (laughs) busy, busy three busy bodegas.
0: I love it. That's, that's the (laughs) spinoff. Yeah. (laughs) We just, we just see three, three buildings chatting to each other. Yeah. Ugh, it sells itself. It sells
1: itself. So here's the thing I want to, first off, before we get into the advice, I just want to let this girl know that they absolutely have a nickname for her. And <laughs> we don't know what it is. It's, it has some with what you buy or how you behave while you're in the store. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know I don't really know, like, what it could be, but it, they're like, "Oh, that's Honey Bun Girl," or that's like, that's <laughs> "Spicy Sriracha Pringles Girl." What a freak. or
0: how about, um, intelligent woman?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's such an intelligent woman because she's buying the the, the talkies. She's buying the talkies.
0: Um, how about um, Doctor Customer for Doctor
1: Talkie? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fruit Roll-Up over here. Um, (laughs) Okay, so
0: in that vein, I think you should hit them with your nicknames for them first. Sort of get out in front of it and be like, so you are sort of like um like short one and you're tall one and then yeah. and then be like what's your nickname for me and then, and then it'll be like a funny thing that you share and then you well, still won't know they still won't know your name but it might be that's fun.
1: That's actually kind of that's that's adjacent to what my advice was going to be which is like I bet you do know what as we're saying this all I bet you do absolutely know like what your um <laughs> what the thing you always buy is. And I think that's like, it is a fun thing to start. It's like when you buy the thing that you buy every single time that you're in there and you throw it up on the counter and you're like, here I am again, same old, same old. I bet you call me little uh little marlboro red girl
0: because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm addicted to cigarettes
1: <laughs> i'm addicted to cigarettes and they and then they'll be like yeah we actually wanted to talk to you about that we're worried about you uh
0: uh being too cool <laughs>
1: you know cigarettes kill um but i think that's like a really good icebreaker and you can be like i bet you call me that and then you can be like just so you know like my name's stacy <laughs> yeah
0: i i i don't I used to go into um, Brooklyn Standard in Greenpoint, oh. <laughs> and uh, the woman who worked there like knew everybody's names, and it was so intimidating to me. And I was like, "Fuck!" Like she knows my name, and I don't know hers, and that like I feel so bad about that. And then one day, just be like, "You can also just be like, hey, I I know your name. Uh, my name is Mitra. It's really nice to meet you. You should tell her that your name is Mitra."
1: Yeah, <laughs> is my advice. And then she'll recognize you, and she'll be like, yeah. "Oh my god, Mitra from Three Busy Debras." <laughs> <laughs> We're three busy do- bodegas in here. Um no that I, I often do that at places that I go to frequently is that I look for any opportunity when they do something nice. Like sometimes like anytime that the 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 interaction veers away from transactional because like there is there are moments where it's like I don't need to bother this barista with a conversation. It's clear that they're that that they're you know, there's a line or something like that. Right. So it's like get in, get out. Yeah, but don't do it when it's busy. <laughs> sometimes when they're like You know, it's been like five times. I know that they recognize me because they gave me oat milk for free. This actually did happen at my barista, with my barista before all this happened, that she gave me oat milk for free. I would always go in there every Sunday. And I was like, oh, that's so cool of you. Um, Like, what's your name? Yeah, it's and, so nice
0: to you know, know the people that you see all the time. It just yeah, I mean, it like it, it's it can sometimes feel hard in bigger cities to feel like you're part of a neighborhood and part of a community. It's like, and I think making that effort um is really nice. So it's it's you you should do it. It'll feel yeah. good, and it might feel awkward, but it doesn't. It won't stay awkward. So
1: Constant. they're not going to be
0: like um why. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then maybe you'll find out what their goofy nickname is for you, because you know you have one, and it's mm, sick and twisted. I'm sick fuck! All right, all right, all right, Mitra, just read the next email.
0: Or what? Bitch. <laughs> or what? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Or we'll
1: discontinue now? the podcast, and you will go out of business because of the downloads, <laughs> the downloads,
0: the circuits will be running smoother than ever. The circuits, <laughs> oh god, the circuits. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, dear Dana and hosts, iconic. Love that. <laughs> I'm a gay boy living in London. Um, sorry, I guess I should do the accent. And recently signed up to an LGBT... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. And recently signed up to an LGBT-specific online therapy service. The therapist I was assigned is a straight guy from Mississippi. I was hesitant at first, but thought I would give him a try. On our second session, while delving into my closeted upbringing, he was like... This is what I don't get with the LGBT community. Why do they have to label everything? Can't we all just be people who love whoever we love? Your whole life doesn't have to be about being gay. I took that opportunity to educate him on the need for community, especially among persecuted minorities and the need for spaces where we can be ourselves and find other people like us. My question is, do I continue therapy with him despite this one comment? He has been perfectly fine in every other aspect, so should I stick with him a bit longer and see what happens? Or does he, or does his potential lack of wokeness make him unsuitable for me? Thank you in advance. Please sit on my face. <laughs> Just sort of a
1: general sit on my face, which is which, kind, which really curbs... Tension in the studio.
0: It really does. And you know, I I you know, we've got context clues to say that he probably I, I could say he probably doesn't want both of us to sit on his mm, face. And
1: we don't know. When it, you're on someone's face, they don't know they don't and, know what's on their face.
0: Oh my god, I have to tell you right now,
1: I, <laughs> I can't wait to see what I this have is a going.
0: red velvet cupcake sitting on my desk waiting for me to eat. And I just huh. absent-mindedly just grabbed the top of the <laughs> cupcake. <laughs> Because I thought it was something else.
1: Me, uh, listeners, Mitra's hand is covered in fr- I When I say covered in frosting.
0: Every finger. Every <laughs> finger.
1: It looks disgusting.
0: <laughs> That's insane. Why did I do that? I don't know. Hold on. I have um, to get up for a second. Yeah, now. you gotta. I'll be right back. Hi.
1: <laughs> and Mitra has returned from washing her dirty little hand. Um, I've been sitting still. there
0: for so long because I—it's like my little treat for
1: oh god, when, my, I, when
0: my big day is over. <laughs> I
1: really want a cupcake now. Um, you've really done—you've ruined me. So, what are we calling this guy? Oh god, um, I know you came—you came rushing back and you thought we were that you this was going to be easy. I just thought um, like, you would
0: have been done with the show by now.
1: M I S S um it's so funny because miss is in mississippi you know and it's a miss
0: miss the marcus <laughs>
1: miss the marcus miss the marcus okay so
0: and nevertheless she, she persists,
1: persists. <laughs> miss the marcus miss the marcus um what if his name is mark too here's the, um I want to say something generally about therapy that I found that I, I think is important for a lot of people, especially people who aren't, um, who haven't had a long therapy relationship with someone for a while, is that therapy does not start to feel good or helpful for like six months, honestly. I don't know if you found this. I. Uh, it, there are there are little things about it, like it's fun to pay someone to, to listen to you be toxic with no repercussions, <laughs> to like share your secrets and like you know say awful things about your friends and not have to feel bad. All of that is like good for the early sessions and like some and I'm like I you know. This the the therapist I'm with now, like in the early sessions, I would come in hot and I would cry and cry and cry. And there would be moments where I'm like, is she helping me? I don't know. And I made and I even said to her, I was like, I am going to stick with you for at least three to four months, no matter how I feel about you or any of this, because I know I had enough experience with therapists to know that sometimes it does take a while for you to build a rapport that is helpful. That being said, I think that I I do.
0: I just want to say I do have a different relationship to therapy than that. And it does. It does. I do not have that same relationship. Like I, I for me, it does not. I don't I do. I can kind of I kind of got there pretty quickly only because and i think like i'm not saying that you don't get there quickly i'm just saying like for me it is not the same process i think everyone has a different different process experience
1: i will say though within like give them like three and if it's and if something like this happens this comes up in an early session then that's like a clear sign this is a huge
0: red flag like you shouldn't have to explain like Like very base level things about your identity to on an
1: specifically on a service that is supposedly targeted at lgbtq plus people that seems wild to me
0: to to have a therapist start a sentence on an lgbt service saying that's what i don't get with the lgbt community god it sounds like like, one of my
1: youtube commenters honestly
0: Honestly, though like that like that that's like a person fucking heckling you or something like you real like you should not have to be like so, like, you you should not be doing labor. Like, I think there's a difference. between There are some things with my therapist where, and I've been going to this therapist for years now, and there are just some things that, e- where whether it's social or if it's stuff with my career, where she'll just say, you know, I don't actually know what that is. Or, or like, can you explain that to me? And I don't expect <laughs> her yeah. to know everything about everything because she's a person and, like, her background is different than mine. So I am able to be understanding about, like, details that I have to explain to her so that a story makes sense or something like that. But you explaining foundational foundational, things that are necessary for you feeling safe with a therapist and him criticizing that your whole life is about being gay is crazy. Like get out of there. That's like not professional behavior.
1: No. And like in him, sure. Maybe, you know, I I don't know exactly why you we all go into therapy for different reasons and to work on different issues. I assume that you're one of the main issues that you want to work out in therapy is related to your sexual orientation because you chose this service. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just sort of incidental and you wanted someone who you knew wouldn't be homophobic going in and trying like conversion therapy you. I don't know, but... I do think that Mitra's right that this is like a a foundational like sort of point of view about the gay community that seems anathema to to yours and might I think is just like it's too much it's too much to build around like I I would try and switch to an actual gay therapist and if you, I were you. and you
0: like you will find another therapist who can help you in other aspects of your life. I guarantee it. And the great thing is like, you found this service. Um, and I just, I just know that there's going to be someone on that platform who is a better match for you.
1: Yeah. If it's anything like better help or Talkspace or any of these, um, services that I, you know, I've used Talk, um, uh, better help in the past is, um, you know, do, uh, they make it pretty easy to switch. They do. And I hope that this service is the same. And, and if not, I do think that you can do better because let's be honest, therapy, at least, I don't know what it's like in the UK, but here it is not cheap. It's not cheap. And insurance is a nightmare and it's a hell to get there. And it's, and it is work. It is work you do every single week for an hour. And if the work you're doing every single week for an hour is like an, another added layer of like emotional labor, then like, no, don't that's not that's not the kind of work therapy should be for yeah, you. Yeah, there's
0: there's a difference between like providing context and doing labor so that yeah. your therapist can be your therapist. Is on just, the same page. You you owe it to yourself to have a therapist who like acknowledges and accepts the core tenets of your like who you are. <laughs> yeah. And that you don't have to like come into every therapy session proving feeling like you have to prove or explain a major part of your life to them yeah that's not your job as a patient <laughs> well,
1: and i think it's time to move on from your therapist and for us to move on to our final <gasps> email i ah, believe
0: I'll be this because you read the last one
1: i know and that's equity that's no. equity
0: actors equity that is actors equity um Shh. it's sort of just saying things that mean nothing, nothing. today. <laughs> okay Hello, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. I love you both so much and love the podcast. Joel, I am also a transracial adoptee and love your stand-up because it speaks to me. Mitra, I thought you were just a funny lady on Twitter. <laughs> Drag me. Turns okay. out you are so much more. I listened to, but it didn't take time to say what, what more I am than that. <laughs> I, lo- I listen every week religiously, especially during this horrible, horrible, awful, no good time. Anywho, (laughs) so back at New Year's Eve, my best friend and I fucked. Then after what I thought would be a ha-ha, that's so wild convo, turned into her saying she's been in love with me for two years. We tried to give each other space, but every time we tried to come back together, it ended up in an argument where she basically ended up telling me that she broke up with her girlfriend because of me. And let's be clear, yes, her girlfriend was trash, so I wasn't a fan of her making my best friend feel so bad all the time. And she told me that we would be perfect for each other because she's a top and I'm a bratty bottom, which I didn't appreciate. I texted her when the pandemic started because I wanted to know if she was okay. We've had very little conversation since, and when we do talk, it feels different. I tried to send her some lighthearted RuPaul drag race memes or queer feminist memes, you know, and she leaves me on read. The last thing she said to me was that she always runs away from people when things go bad and that she doesn't want to do that with me, but I miss my best friend. And I've even muted her now because seeing her post happy pictures with her roommate kind of bums me out. Do you have any advice? Do I keep extending? Are we ever going to get back to what was? am I an asshole stay healthy and safe love you both sincerely please don't make my nickname bratty bottom
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we certainly won't because we don't um we don't take requests of any kind um and I'm so I guess we should no I know, but we can't
0: I mean, I, here's the thing I, I don't want to do that to her but I also do want to spite her for telling us what to do <laughs> exactly
1: don't tell us what to fucking do Jesus,
0: but obviously, yes, we would have gone with Brady Bottom yeah, had we not of gotten course.
1: this. Of course. of course, I mean, it's a little obvious, it's right there, but instead, we'll spend about seven and a half minutes coming up with <laughs> a non obvious name <laughs> because, again, that's who you came to. Um, so who we got here, New, New Year's
0: New Eve, best
1: friend, lesbians, um, um, best friends, my um,
0: um, of Sort of a falling out with a best friend, being left on red. Um,
1: okay. Um it's sort of confusing. Memes. Memes, another memes one.
0: Yeah. Uh, People love memes. Feminist. New Year's memes. Uh,
1: no. No. No, no, no. no. It's gonna be a
0: no. The problem is that all I can think of is Brady Bottom.
1: I think um, we can Braddy
0: This what if we what if the nickname is um not bratty bottom. <laughs> Just to be mean, no. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. Well, what's a, what's another word? What's like synonyms for bratty and bottom
0: that um, it's still
1: like spoiled petulant. sub spoiled, spoiled su-
0: sub <laughs> spoiled sub. Gotcha. So we all win. You still get the nickname
1: you didn't like, Take and
0: that.
1: <laughs> we still got to we call did, you it.
0: We did what we What you said for us not whatever okay
1: <laughs> so I'm confused cupcake, by this
0: I'm feeling really insane
1: <laughs> you should because that is, a, is a, an impulse that means you're breaking to the impulse <laughs> to just literally stick your hand in frosting <laughs> that's
2: Stupid. nuts
1: Do, um, I, I don't understand does, the, does does spoiled sub want to be in a relationship with their best friend or no
0: I think no. I think Spoiled Sub wants everything to go back to normal. Because she's saying, like, I miss my best friend. And her friend seems to be upset that um, Spoiled Sub did not want... It seems to be that Spoiled Sub does not want to date, but the person that is her best friend wants to date Spoiled Sub.
1: Okay. So then here's the thing. This all happened on New Year's. Lockdown happened. I, I don't know when... I don't know. That's when they had sex. I don't know when the conversation... Mm -hmm. happened, where they came back together and they talked about it. But here's the thing. Quarantine, like, sort of stopped the timeline on this. This happened relatively recently. I'm inclined to say, unfortunately, that things will never go back to the same. I'm...
0: It's... I mean... I think it could have gone back to being the same if you guys had just fucked and it was casual for yeah. both of you. But oh, for sure. Your friend revealed that like she we do in love all with the time. You for, yes, of course. Like, like, like run and done kind of stuff. Yeah, but
1: exactly.
0: We, but we uh, are not in love. Exactly. So, <laughs> but your friend confessed that she's been in love with you for two years. I mean, that's a big thing. Like that's. That's her saying things will not be the same. Things were not even what you thought they were because I was in love with you.
1: Yeah, in a way she was lying. She was being dishonest and you should cut her out because that's toxic.
0: Yeah, so like, I know that like most of the time we're saying like dishonesty is good and we love it. um, But in this case, dishonesty is bad and we don't (laughs) like
1: it. (laughs) I'm kidding. That's, it's, it's an awful situation I think that many people have been in. But here's the thing is that like, you accelerate, you wanting to accelerate things back into friendship without giving her what she actually wants, which is a relationship is actually sort of harmful to her. And I think you really need to back off because like even doing things like sending memes and funny things like that, I have been on the other side of this, not in the exact situation, but I have like confessed feelings for someone who wanted to be my friend and wanted to be friends immediately. And it, it really is like so damaging. Um, in the long run and it will only prolong the period in which you need to stay apart from one in order to get to become friends again I, I'm serious because it, it really if, if your friend is in the, anywhere close to the headspace that I have been in, in 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 their situation getting a text message from you seeing your name pop up on her phone is like a fucking gut punch every single time yeah. And, like, and especially during quarantine when everyone's lonely as fuck already and like daydreaming and reminiscing and thinking about love and all of that shit like we all are. it It's it's not good.
0: And it's like you're in a position like I think you need to maybe reframe the way that you're thinking about this like you're re- you're thinking and, it, and it's hard, but it's like you're thinking about this from the perspective of like my friend is ignoring me and. And I think you need to think about it in the sense of like my my, the person that I rejected is taking time to process that. Like, you have this person confessed their love and you did not say like you did not return the feeling, the romantic feeling of love. So that is what has happened. It's not my friend and I fucked and now things are weird. It's my friend and I fucked. She was in love with me for two years before that. She then told me she was in love with me. And then I told her I wanted to stay friends. It's like there's so much more to the story that I think the the somewhat simplistic way you're describing. The
1: added layer on top of her having a bad ex too. And then I'm sure that only exacerbated her feelings for you Mm -hmm. of like building you up as the answer, you know?
0: And I think like, it's not fair of her to say like, this is your fault. I broke up with my girlfriend. No, like it's, no. you did not. She chose to do that. You mm-hmm. you it sounds like you, you did not ask her to do that. If, if you did ask her to do that, then like you are trouble. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but it sounds like that was her choice. So it's not fair of her to put that on you. But I think space is a great thing for you guys right now, because clearly she needs it. And it might do you
1: some good as well. Yeah. 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 Um, wait for her. This isn't, this isn't a situation. You need to wait for her to make a move because it's... You continuing to send these little olive branches is just opening up a wound, picking out a scab, and it is not helpful in the long run. No matter how funny the memes are, and I bet they're funny. <laughs>
0: and I think, like, you have extended your branch she knows that you are ready for her when she is ready for you Mm -hmm. so let her come to you even though it's really hard to do that and keep her muted while that happens like you don't have to have reminders that you're sad all the time i think it's smart that you've muted her but i think you can stop contacting her for a little while even though it's hard
1: unless you realize you're in love with her too maybe you are
0: In which case, uh, break quarantine, baby.
1: Get out (laughs) of there. Jailbreak, babe. Jailbreak, honey. Spoiled sub. (laughs) Spoiled little sub. Um, Wow. So, Mitra, that's the end of the show. And I got to say... We're getting so good at this
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I just grabbed a cupcake by the top today.
1: <laughs> the actually there's only two options of where to grab a cupcake and you grabbed it from the absolute worst place. the, yeah, the worst a, option.
0: there's a there's a right way, there's a wrong way. and you know, I, I not a lot of gray, gray not a
1: lot of gray area. <laughs>
0: Yes, I'm the tech one and Joel's the one who does the art. <laughs> and
1: I know about cupcakes. So let's not, let's let's do this thing. Let's do a new thing that I'm springing on you now that we did not talk about. But let's oh give God. each other let's give each other an assignment, um, an emotional assignment so that next week when we come in, we are not feeling so The next week when awful. we come in,
0: we will have forgotten about it and we will yes. feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um Mitra, I want you I want you to um do something for yourself this week. Why? <laughs> <laughs> just something just for you that you don't tell anybody else except for me on our podcast that has millions of <gasps> listeners.
0: Billions.
1: Billions even.
0: Okay. Um
1: I already regret this.
0: Um I would like for you This is hard. hard. I know.
1: And and it's like, it's sort of in the vein of like the names where it's the kind of improv we're both really bad at. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe I take it back. Maybe we should just cut this all out.
0: No, it's nice. I think mine for you, and th- this is this is m- like my little strategy, my thing for you, and you must do this, is have a night, like if, on one of the days when you're feeling dark, sit down and um, write a list of 10 things you like about yourself.
1: Oh, okay. I appreciate that. Um, and then I guess I'm going to amend mine then. Okay. So I'm going to do the th- one thing that you do to make yourself feel better and then you have to do one thing that i do to make myself feel better okay i love that i want you to i don't care how you do it whether it's smoking or eating you have to eat or smoke five milligrams of weed at least and then alone jerk off
0: (gasps) that sounds great
1: okay and, an, and any day and wit can't be there patty can He's be in the next not room invited but it's just like being stoned and exploring your own body in solitude
0: oh my god that sounds awesome okay, okay. run don't walk baby
1: let's <laughs> stay home stay home uh,
0: stay at home order as much <laughs>
1: Okay, wow, wow. What a fun thing that we are definitely going to forget about to do before next week. But if I don't do I it can't... right now,
0: I will forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and then if you want to be one of the blessed few who is suggested, uh, who, is, who is suggested, suggested. Who, is, who is helped, who is helped, uh, you can email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. You can call us at 323 334 0371. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends and rate us rate by us stars and review, and review. Us. us we love review. when you do that and um just make sure we really prioritize voicemails especially when they're a little shorter and very specific yes. um so please give us a call it's been really nice to get to do this every week
1: yeah, it really is the highlight of my week. I'm not even I'm not even shitting you. I'm not even shitting you because Dana's listening right now. It is honestly the <laughs> highlight of my week. So on that note, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you July. And thank you, as always, to the sticky sweet. Frosted Mitra. <laughs> no, and actually, really for real, before you jerk off with that hand, you have to wash it. Okay. I, that's where I because, went So
0: when I picked up the the thing. I went and Okay, washed my thank
1: hands. God. Because if you stuck frosting up your vagina because of me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I mean so you're getting your
0: foot in the bill, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
1: I love you. Thank you, Mitra. I love
0: you thank you, Joel.
1: Sorry. Good.
0: Bye. Bye. it started sounding music and then went wicked.
1: Yeah, as as it always does.
0: Ah. I'm sound of music, whatever. Wicked rising. I don't know. Bye.